I can't believe it. It is here. Opening night in the NFL week one. It's September 8th, 2022. Thursday afternoon. Dave with my boy. Gillian White. And the KC Press Box starts in 90 seconds. First, though, man, FanDuel has got an awesome bet. Essentially free money for tonight. More on that here in a second. And a great deal. Sports fans, like I said, the wait's over. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook app, is now live in Kansas. And with football season officially underway, the timing couldn't be better. Finally, we can bet on all our favorite NFL and college teams. And to make it even sweeter, FanDuel is giving everyone $150 in free bets guaranteed. Did you say $150 guaranteed? That's right. Free bets? $150 guaranteed free bets when you place your first $5 bet. And how about tonight? Should we tell them about the deal tonight on FanDuel? Gotta tell them. If there is a point scored tonight in the Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams, a.k.a. there will be a point score probably in the first eight minutes of the game. If there's a point scored tonight, plus 100, you get what you bet up to 50 bucks. It's plus 100. So play your way with everything from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can combine bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. That's right. Just sign up with promo code BOX. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code BOX. B-O-X. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Kansas. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. The KC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts, Dave O and Killian White. And welcome into the KC Press Box. As you just heard, week one of the NFL is here. Thursday Night Football. I am your host, Dave O, alongside my boy, Killian White. And Killian White, like I said, week one of the NFL season, my man, tonight. Are you excited for this? I am excited. Woke up like Christmas morning. It is like Christmas morning. It, like, that's a great, actually, uh, like a, like a you know comparison there. We're going to preview every single NFL game, by the way, from a betting perspective. Are you ready for this on the show? Every single game. Yeah, very ready. And we're starting off with a very exciting one, too, on Thursday night. We are. We're going to talk props. We're going to start start sitting fantasy, do a little college football threesome. We love our college football threesome. We sure yeah. do. That's coming up in a bit. And our lock of the week where I'm currently 30 wins and 16 losses. That's 30 and 16 after this last week. I am 29 and 16 on the lock of the week. That's 64%. And I got to admit something right now, live on the air. I love the movie Sleepless in Seattle. I do. I love cats. I even love carry out Chinese food. I'm a hopeless romantic, but there's not going to be any sleepless in Seattle tonight. We're not talking romance tonight. We're talking MLB. It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. The Seattle Mariners, they're going to sleep just fine tonight. Thank you, because they are going to whoop up on the Tigers. Pound Seattle minus 152. You will sleep great tonight. I'll meet you at the top of the Space Needle, baby. Don't you love how fired up I get on those locks of the week, Killian? I know we're putting them on TikTok. How do we get, we get like 400 views on TikTok, our first one? Or that's not bad, is it, for not our bad first? Not all for first one. I mean, we're not TikTok experts. We know that. But uh, Yeah, nobody no. knows us on the TikTok yet. But they're going to, especially if you keep winning. <laughs> You're damn right they're going to. How are you, man? How, how's everything going this last week? I'm good, man. Like you said, first week of NFL is really exciting. Uh, 
the locks of the weeks are going to start being NFL, which is really exciting too. Yeah. As I've been saying since the beginning, uh, I'm going to be keeping a separate score for NFL because we know that's where you really shine on your locks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And man, I'm just I can't wait. Like you nailed it. A kid in a Christmas or a kid in a candy store or a kid on Christmas morning. Either way, Christmas it feels morning like. in a candy store. Exactly. Either or 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 Christmas morning in a casino. <laughs> I, actually, I've never spent Christmas in a casino or Christmas Eve in a casino. I have spent New Year's Eve in a casino. I highly recommend that. By the way, that's fun. I think that's a good like you know baseline to draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> never exactly. spent a major G- holiday G- in a casino. Like we said, gambling problem. If you're in a casino on Christmas, possibly, right? Yeah. Well, luckily we have not. Although, actually, that may not be true this year because you know there's a full NFL slate on Christmas this year. That is wild. I know. Isn't That's, that crazy? Yeah. Well, I don't ever remember that happening. I mean, well, my family will probably still want to see me, but I know, I know, right? We don't want to see them though on Christmas, right? There's football <laughs> going on. Football is our Christmas. Hey, my mom listens to this. Oh, sorry about that. Promo code box. Thanks, mom, for typing that in. Okay, so how life changing has having FanDuel been for you? Because I know you and I have both made trips over into Kansas and called or texted each other, you know, and like, hey man, guess where I'm at right now? We're always like, well, what part of the parking lot? We don't guess, you know, where we're at. We know where we're at. We're just like, which parking spot are you in this time, right? Right, yeah. And I did, got to do a little bit of uh, sports betting in Illinois this weekend, mm-hmm. too. I was home, so I mean, works there, too. Different promo codes. It's kind of fun. We have a better here in Kansas, though. Some great deals it like is, that. When we talked about the, the, the there's a point scored in the Bills and Rams tonight, come on. You got to get on FanDuel. Plus 100, max that out. 50 bucks is the most you can do on there. That's a good chunk of money. Build that bankroll. It's what it's all about build that bankroll especially early with all the bonuses and free bets and everything that FanDuel is giving you and that's essentially another free bet you know in that game as well so so we're super excited about that Thursday night football and you know what's funny is being last night I was actually with my mom and my girlfriend last night in the McDonald's parking lot for those familiar with, <laughs> you took them with you yeah for those familiar with Kansas City Missouri and well actually it's I guess it's Kansas technically right there Kansas City Kansas right across the state line at Westport Road and Rainbow Boulevard it's like two blocks into Kansas there's a McDonald's there so that's where I've been going from the station to, to bed in there because it's the closest spot from here. Uh, you know what's funny? I saw, I'm almost positive that somebody else was doing the exact same thing because this guy who was wearing a jersey, by the way, <laughs> pulled into the lot, like like the spot, like two over from me, and never got out of his car, was in his car for like 15 minutes. I was there for about 15 minutes. And then just drove drove away like I did. We left about the same time as well. Like, but neither of us ever got out of our car. We were both on our phones the whole time. Like, what else would he have been doing, right? No, it had to be. I mean, especially if no one met him. <laughs> the alternative would be what drugs? How, yeah, exactly. How long is it going to be till McDonald's has a sign up that says, "Hey, sports betters, unless you buy something, get out of our parking lot." Like we're loitering in the parking lot to make uh, bets, right? Dave was going to start making strangers friends, friends with strangers in the parking lot. It's be. <laughs> right. Roll down uh, your window. Hey, what do you think of Kansas City minus four and a half? <laughs> Yeah, Buffalo. What do you think? Minus two. Is that too many for the road team? Which, by the way, we're going to talk about. So, so yeah, you heard about that promo code at the beginning box. You heard about the Thursday night deal. They also have a Super Bowl deal. I feel like we should talk about real quick. You actually, I missed this one until you showed it to me. What was that? You can bet the same thing basically. You bet fifty bucks on somebody to win the Super Bowl for the futures, and then for every win they get, you get five bucks back. So essentially, as long as the Super Bowl team you bet wins ten games. You're going to break even and have a chance to get whatever the plus odds are, the long shot odds for that team in the Super Bowl, right? Did I sum sum that up well? No, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, hopefully whatever team you're betting on to win the Super Bowl is going to have 10 wins. Uh, So you should get all your money back on that and then – up to 50. You up can't to 50, exceed that. Right. Yeah. yeah, up to 50. Right. D- Dave is going to bet a few hundred on the Super Bowl winner, of course. But. Of course. I, I gotta, I, I'm got taking that long shot New Orleans Saints club. In fact, i got to do that before. And, and, and FanDuel will have the odds up. They'll just keep changing. But I like to get my Super Bowl bets in before week one. 
generally, because especially for a team like the Saints, because I feel like if you're betting a team that's kind of more of a quote unquote long shot with great odds, they're, they're not going to be as good after they play a game. Like if the Saints come out and win their game, which spoiler alert, they're going to, we'll talk about that in a bit, their odds won't be as good. So if you want a team like that, now is especially the time to put that in there on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now let's talk about some bad beats, because you were you were uh, quite animated the other night. You may have had a little bit of a uh, little bit of whiskey or what do you drink? Vodka? What are you? Uh? I'm mostly a beer guy, honestly. Are you really? Okay, yeah. well, you may have been a little. You sounded like you may have a little alcohol in you, and you're a little upset at a at a particular kicker on a college football team. Why don't you tell people about your bad beat last week? I feel like we should do a weekly bad beat because everyone gets screwed, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, so I was back in Illinois, and I'm sure that Twitter has uh, treated him much worse than I, than I did. But uh, yeah, no, the uh, ECU game, they were down 14 and a half, and I kind of liked them to come back against NC State, uh, threw just 10 bucks on it, but it was going to pay out like 110 and uh, ended up, uh, they came back, they came down and scored. Uh, they missed the extra point to tie it. And then their defense was playing amazing. I mean, they uh, shut them out with like less than two minutes, uh, four and out. Got that three Got, out, four and yeah, out, yeah. Three and out, yeah, sorry. Uh, then they went uh, down to like the 35 and then missed the field goal as well. So I had two, <laughs> two chances. That's the word. That is a bad beat when the kicker. How about if you had the, the LSU kicker? Now, I had, oh, yeah. this is not my bad beat of the week. I had LSU. I did take LSU minus three and a half. Um, on the, was that Monday night or what night was that? I can't. Or Sunday. I, Sunday night, whatever yeah. night. I can't keep track of the damn days anymore. It's been a weird week. Um, but you know, of course, the kicker misses the extra point there at the end of regulation. And did you read that? Is that stuff true about that guy stealing his girlfriend during the game? I did, did see that. That can't be true, can it? I don't know. There was some dude that was like macking his girl supposedly and making out with her during the game. And like, I, I don't know if I believe that, but it was it was funny either way. I don't think that's true, but. Uh, but yeah, my bad beat. My bad beat's not near as bad as yours this week. I had a good week. I, I've been on to a very good start in the state. Of, can I say how much I'm up? I can say right. Yeah. I'm up. I'm up six hundred eighty-four dollars. My first, not even week. What is it? Today, Thursday. So the first six days on Fanduel. So it's treating me well. I've had a very good week. Um, we always tell people, you know, you can't win every single week. You can't win every single bet. That's why we keep track of the lock of the week, for example. We're, we're hoping to stay above uh, anything above 60% is just insanely hot. Right now we're at 65%, and this has been going on for well over a year. So we've been carrying that 65%. We'll have our lock of the week later. But you got to remember, that's why bankroll management's important. Don't go all in. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later. Bankroll management, by the way, in the Sportsbook 101 as well today. But my bad beat um, of the week would be the uh, would be the Nebraska versus North Dakota, the Fighting Sioux game. They never stop breaking your heart, do they? No, they never stop. I went there. I don't know why. I mean, so the, so I so here's the deal. So I locked the bet in earlier in the week, and. Got it at 22. It jumped clear up. I think it was 29 and a half or 30. It closed. I don't know when it closed up, but I just let it ride at 22, and I felt good, right? Something jumps like that. Nebraska is tied with North Dakota 7 to 7 at the half. Now, one thing happened in the first half that most people would think inconsequential 22 point spread. You're tied at the half. You're probably thinking, well, you're probably not going to get that, right? Right. Well, Nebraska's got a kicker who came from Furman. He's a transfer um, and was the. Um, the FCS uh, kicker of the year last year for Furman. I, I believe they were the Paladins, by the way. I believe I'm right about that. In South Carolina there. I've been to their campus before. That's where the uh, Atlanta Falcons train right near there, actually. Random fact. But uh, the Furman kicker came over All-American, misses like a 32-yard field goal before the half. And I remember thinking to myself, they've got to get to 22. So I need like I need 24, basically. Like So I remember thinking to myself, I hope that kick doesn't screw me. What do you think Nebraska won by? Take a guess. I didn't even tell you this yet. 
I mean, it was right, 22 points spread. Point, right? Vegas knows what they're talking 21, about. It was 21 points they won by. So I missed that by one point. And that, that's not near as much of a bad beat as what you have. But, I mean, like, you know, I missed the bet by one point, and Nebraska should have demolished this team. That field goal had it gone, and it was a chip shot from an All-American kicker. It was not blocked. The snap was good. He just shanked it. So that's not a huge bad beat. We're going to have some bad beats this year. But I, I thought that might be a fun thing we could talk about each week. Um, on the intro, but hopefully not this week, Killian. Hopefully no bad beats. Hopefully green for everybody. Um, real quick, we are now on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google Play. We're on a couple other ones. I forget. We have Anchor. a producer. Anchor, I think we're on too. Our producers put us on. I think we're on five or six different major platforms now. We're on basically every single podcast platform at this point. So please subscribe. Please tell a friend. It means a lot. We're, we're, we're out here giving you promo codes every week. We're, we're teaming up with FanDuel. We're going to you know, break down every NFL game. We will focus on the Chiefs um, and some and some of the local colleges more so as the season wears on. This week, it's more of just, you know, there wasn't a game last week. So we're going to be talking about the entire NFL. We'll always preview every single game on the slate from a gambling perspective every single week. We'll do uh, we'll do props. We'll do some fantasy start sit. We'll talk DFS a little bit later in the year. Um, I don't feel comfortable giving out too many DFS tips till about week three. I want to kind of see how that falls, but I, I do want to do the rest of the stuff on this show um, with season-long start sits and go over props and uh, every single game of the slate. So you ready to get started? I'm ready. All right, let's go game by game. You want to lead us through this this time? Sure, let me pull them up real quick. We can start tonight with uh, – with the good old, uh, are the Bills at two and a half still, or are they at two? Yeah, we're still sitting at a two and a half spread for that game. What's our over under? The over under is at fifty one and a half. Okay, so two and a half and fifty one and a half. Let's talk about this game. So on, on the Rams side of the ball, to interrupt you real quick, the Bills are the favorite, by the way. I don't know if I. Oh testified. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the Rams side of the ball, though, um, Matthew Stafford, we kept we kept hearing all what all all summer long that he's got discomfort when he throws or some arm and elbow issues. Then we hear there's no discomfort now that that's gone. So that's I mean. That I'm a little nervous about Matt Stafford. A little nervous about Matt Stafford. I mean, I don't think that's a major thing in week one, but it's something to watch throughout the year um, as we go. Um, that's going to be – this could be like a really big Allen Robinson statement game, I feel like, on uh, you know getting out of purgatory, getting out of the Bills and their non-existent quarterbacks. The, the Bears, I mean, not the Bills. The Bears and their non-existent quarterbacks the last several years. So getting there to L.A., you know, when, when you go to the side of the Bills – you know what I was thinking last night, thinking about this game? Are you worried at all? Are you worried at all the Bills are too hyped? Like, and the reason I say that, like, just looking at, well, first of all, you don't have Tredavious White on the back end of that defense in this game. He's out for at least four games. So that will hurt the Bills. The Bills are starting a rookie corner. They have a couple of rookies that will play as well. So that could be an issue in this game going in against an experienced Rams bunch with that McVay and, you know, with Cooper Cup, obviously. It starts and ends with him, you know, but, but also Allen Robinson and, you know, so on and so forth. But are you worried from the Bills' offensive side? More of this is more of a generic question, I guess, than about this game. But just the fact that they're number two receiver after Diggs. I mean, what you got, McKenzie? You know, it's like yeah, Gabe Davis. I mean, Gabe Davis. I know, but the, but do you think those guys like? It's like they don't. They have Singletary starting. Dawson Knox is fine. He's a top ten NFL tight end, probably with room to grow and get better. Right. Just get that contract. Yeah, but I mean, do you think? I'm just asking. Are, are these guys getting a little? A little overhyped. Like, are they really that good, especially right now? Do you trust McKenzie and Gabe Davis as your two threes? I mean, Diggs is a lead, obviously, but they don't. Right. I mean, they have. They're not any better than the Chiefs are in the backfield. They're not as good as the Chiefs at tight end. 
Right. Like I, I, I love how people just act like the Bills are like this juggernaut. Is my point. What are your thoughts? No, I agree. They are. I mean, it's hard not to say they're a little overhyped. They're obviously going to be good this year, but to have the favorite for MVP, the favorite for the Super Bowl, you know, all these stats. I mean, it's hard to live up to that. And there are a lot of uh, teams, especially in the AFC, that could challenge them this year. So what are we thinking on this game? Here's my thoughts. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, thirty-six hours ago, thirty-six hours ago. I would have called this one of my three favorite games of the week for Buffalo minus two. Now it's at two and a half. It was two back then. I would have told you I love Buffalo tonight. I'm getting cold feet on this game. Ever since I really sat down and thought about this and wrote some things down last night, I kind of play these games out of my head and and just kind of like and then, then I kind of compare games because like, because we're you know we're not telling you what to do with your money. That's your choice ultimately. Your choice is what you want to wager your money on. I don't know. It's a fun game. I for sure you're going to put that fifty bucks tonight on Fanduel to get your a point being scored. Like that's free money tonight. But I don't know. Do, is it worth putting much on the on the bill? Would you take the, who are you taking on this game first of all? Because I think guns to my head, I'm taking the Bills by two and a half. But I'm not near as confident. What are your thoughts on that? No, I'm with you. I'm not very confident at all. I uh, this is the favorite for the AFC, and I mean. Technically the second favorite for the NFC, but we, we both agree yeah. that the Rams have a better chance than the, the Bucks. The Bucks are toast. Right, exactly. So, I mean, this is going to be a competitive game. I do like the Bills a little bit better, but it is tough. I mean, the Rams are at home, too. Is the play the over? But Because historically, though, in week one, these kind of, and especially with two weeks off between the last game and the starters hardly played, will they come out rusty or the defense is ahead in this game? I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, it's a high, higher over, but these are two high-powered offenses. I mean, the, the pushback is two high-powered defenses, too. I, so are you are you with the Bills on this? If you had to take it, yeah, I'm with the Bills, and I th- I think the over, but I don't know. All right, so we're we're I'm on the Bills. Too. We're on the Bills minus two and a half. This might be a game. Just take your fifty bucks on the FanDuel Sportsbook um, on the point being scored with that plus one hundred odds up to fifty bucks. I would advise just doing that. And and if you're gonna take a team, there's nothing wrong with throwing some money right. on the Bills. Well, we'll talk about some props. Maybe the props right, is yeah, the we'll way talk to about go. Some props we got some props on this be, one. We'll get I mean, to in it's our props. Be hard to resist betting on something. It's the it's the first game. I of the think season. the Bills is a good bet. My point is just don't go nuts on this game right. like agreed, I, agreed. I don't think it's fantastic or anything mm-hmm. all right go ahead okay on to the next one yeah let's, let's go to let's get to sunday the early games now all right in the early game slate first we've got uh pittsburgh versus cincinnati okay that's the worst of that in cincinnati it is in cincinnati give me the lines so cincinnati is a uh, six and a half point favorite okay and the over under is at 44 and a half Six and a half and 44 and a half Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Well, we found out finally we got our answer, right? We were wondering who's the quarterback for the Steelers. Mitch Trubisky is going to be that guy. Um, how's Pickens going to do in this? Like, I feel like this guy could be a really good DFS play, by the way. I said I wasn't going to talk about DFS, but at receiver, I really like him. But they've got a lot of guys. You like him for week one or just in general? I kind of do like him in week one. But, like, I I think think there's going to be some points scored in this game, by the way. I think that 44 and a half. That's what I was going to say, too. That looks so low. That seems low to me. Yeah, that's a good value. I like that. And I know Pittsburgh likes to run the ball, kind of grind it out. But, I mean, it's different than the Roethlisberger. How is this Pittsburgh offense going to look with no Ben Roethlisberger? And, I mean, not that Trubisky is a massive upgrade but he's definitely an upgrade he's more mobile i mean roethlisberger right, was a the statue then the old ben yeah for yeah sure. exactly and exactly I mean, hopefully he's slinging i know we don't really know but he's gonna have some good receivers having chase claypool as your three we've seen what he oh, can do that's yeah. pretty good yeah, yeah and then Najee out of the backfield and you got deontay johnson out there Fryermuth right. has proven to be fine right cincinnati and on that side the offensive line is a lot better it's still not fixed i think it's just band-aids on it but that offense is we've talked about that we don't talk about that again they're yeah. loaded so in this game, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Give me the six and a half points. I think Cincinnati will win this game. I think it's a shootout. I, I think the better bet is going over 44 and a half in this game. I I think this is going to be a really competitive, fun game to watch. I mean, do you agree? Who would you take on the six and a half? Which side are you going on that? I agree. I think I'm going to take the Steelers on this and the over. I'm with you on both. Um, <clears throat> 
the I just don't know how uh, how their line's going to handle uh, T.J. Watt. How many sacks do you think yeah. he's going to have? you got to take advantage of that while he's actually playing, right? Right, Another yeah. guy that seems like he's also out. Um, too bad, by the way, that Chase Young's out for the Commanders. There's all these guys, the Tredavious White for the Bills, all these marquee throughout the NFL guys on defense especially are out. So I'm with you. Give, give me Pittsburgh on the points and give me the over. Hey, we're on the same. We're two for two so far. What's next? All right, next we've got the Eagles and the Lions. I like this game. What, what's our Lions here? All right, so Eagles are favored by three and a half. The over-under is at 48.5. Wow, it's down to 3.5. It was a 4. Okay, Philadelphia at Detroit, 3.5. Eagles are favored. Man, the Lions are so trash, right? I mean, I know you love them you right know, now. I know I drink the Kool-Aid. I know you, I know you love them. I still have not watched Hard Knocks. I need to, is it worth sitting down and spending three and a half hours or whatever it is to watch the whole thing? Four hours? Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it all at once, but... Uh, no, Would you, is it worth it, though, if I do if yeah. I binge it? No, yeah, I recommend it. I I mean, they do a good job. Are of you going to buy like a lion sweatshirt? Hell no. Are you that no. guy that like it falls in love with the team on Hard Knocks that year? No, I just like, <laughs> I just like Dan Campbell. Letting him coach themselves. Right. That was, that was so funny. But yeah, uh, no, I, I'm not a, uh, a Lions fan. <laughs> so this is a big this is a big question because as you know, I we did our fantasy preview and our uh, you know our season preview and, and you know that so last year I was the Jalen Hurts Kool Aid drinker I loved him right. and you know this year I'm not as high on him as most people including you mm-hmm. and this is with his new weapons having AJ there and and you know you, you got the the OGs like Goddard and Miles Sanders until he gets stubs his toe in the second carry of the game and you've got Gainwell behind him and on and on I mean that's that's a that's a good that's a good offense there um, weapon wise. Detroit is this the is this the big DeAndre DeAndre Swift breakout? I mean, I know he already kind of broke out last year. Does he end up like a top five back? Separate question from this game. Is, is this like a massive year for DeAndre Swift? Because I kind of feel like he might be a thing this year. I don't know. That's like how everybody's treating thing. it, and that's how it's uh, been like based on his ADP and stuff. I don't know about top five. Probably top top 10. eight. Top eight. That's, top ten. Yeah, top ten for sure. Okay. So Philadelphia, Detroit. Give me Philly minus three and a half on this game. I don't buy the Lions. I, I think they're hot garbage. Um, I think Philadelphia will be able to control the line of scrimmage in this game, especially control the clock. The defense should be better. I don't know. I mean, Jared Goff is Jared Goff. Like, is there any more blah, slightly below average quarterback in the NFL than him? So I I like Philly in this. As far as the over-under, I'd stay away. I'd go under if I had to, just because I think Philadelphia will control the the clock. They'll run a little bit more. so and I, and I think Detroit doesn't want to get in a shootout with probably many teams this year. I, don't, I think they realize they can't win that way consistently. So I like the under in this one if I was going to take it, but I like the Philly minus three and a half better. You? Yeah, I'm with you again, and I need to, Jeez, stop, really? I need to stop agreeing with you. But no, I, despite the Kool Aid drinking, I do think the Philly, uh, the Phillies, the Phillies, yeah, no, <laughs> Bryce Harper, and the, the, well, they might not win, but uh, no, the Philadelphia Eagles might or will cover the three and a half, and I probably like the under as well. Okay. What's next? On to the next. uh, The Colts and the Texans. I feel like we'll probably agree here, too. Um, Colts are favored by 7.5. What's our over-under on that? Uh, Over-under is 45.5. 7.5, Indy at Houston. Over-under, 45.5. Well, uh, first of all, you know Indy's going to win this game, right? So, money line, we know know (laughs) Indianapolis. minus 340. Yeah, we know that's going to be a thing. Um, Although, probably as part of a teaser or something more so than that. But, right. Seven and a half. God, you got to take it. I mean, really, are, are, are we really to the point where Davis Mills is a starting NFL quarterback or, or in week one? Is that really where we're at? Is that how far the NFL's dropped? It is. <laughs> like, uh, what, what are you on the Damian Pierce thing, by the way? Because I, I own him in, in my season, in our, in our league. I mean, I haven't seen him play much. I've just heard, you know, I just know what I've heard. Not but. much tread in the tires. Didn't play him. Didn't get a whole lot of work, which could be a good or a bad thing, I suppose. 
Right. I mean, it, I guess it's a good thing based on what we're hearing. But um, I mean, to just have him as your starting quarterback, or sorry, starting running back, and then what Rex Burkhead behind him <laughs> in, in week one. I mean, most and they got Brandon Cooks, man. They're going to stretch yeah, the field. Most the teams deep can ball. afford not to like dump everything on their rookie week one. And I, they're going to have to. So well, I don't, the Matt Ryan era starts. That's you know? true. I don't know. We'll see if it's that much better. Is, this, is Pittman like going to take even a bigger step forward this year? You know, is Jonathan Taylor, when they're paying Naheem Hines the kind of money they are, really going to continue to lead the league? What did he have, like 332 touches last year or something? It was incredible. Are they really going to keep pounding him and running him in the ground that much? A lot of questions to be answered. But as far as this game goes, I, I don't love betting on road teams in the NFL that are above like seven points ever. Uh, but this is kind of an exception. I, this, I'm staying away from this game. Just full transparency. I wouldn't take the seven and a half just straight up. Full transparency. I just even as bad as as the Texans are. I just don't. It's Matt Ryan, dude. I don't know. Like, I've never been a Matt Ryan guy the last three years. I I, I jumped off that train like three four years ago. And probably a good time to do so. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like taking. I don't. I. I just can't take a road team above seven unless the other team is just truly dreadful. And I do think Houston's bad. I don't know that they're the worst team in the NFL this year. I think the Bears might actually might be the worst team in the NFL this year. By the way, but give me give me the Colts. But I'm not in love with the bet. Are you stronger than I am on this? Uh, yeah, I think the Colts will cover. I don't know. I, You're not worried. I'm a little bit stronger than you. I also kind of like the over, but I'm I'm less sure on that one. Let's put it this way. I I think I I'm sure the Colts are going to win the game. Let's put it that way. I'll I'll say that much. I just don't love the seven and a half. You're more you see more of the overs that you said. Yeah. Okay. I can see that too. Okay. All right. Next. All right. Uh, next, your boys, the Saints versus the Falcons. Oh, and we've got Saints favored by five and a half with an over under of forty two. So again, that's a pretty low one. Five and a half and forty two. Forty two and a half, sorry. Forty two and a half. Okay, so Saints at Atlanta, favored by five and a half. Yeah, this is, I like the Saints on this game a lot. I, I, I think this is a nice week to, to lay them and just take the, take them on the minus five and a half. No need to combine them in a teaser or anything like that. I mean, this Atlanta team. I, I will say, I think Marcus Mariota is better than a lot of people do, um, for the Falcons. But I don't know. Is is Kyle Pitts really going to go off this year? I hope so. Like, I've got him in a league or well, two. Well, so do I. But, I mean, they, they just keep having – I mean – I don't think it's going to be this week, though. The Saints have a top 5D, and surely they're going to scheme to stop him. Right. I mean, that should be every team's plan. That might work negatively for him just because there aren't many other options. And yeah, I mean, obviously, he's the far and away best, and he's going to eat up their target share. But if he's the only priority the defense has, you know, <laughs> maybe it'll be another Cordero year. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, love, really I love what I call him Corderell, by the way. Where do I, is that I what I call him? I, well, I've heard both. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't see I don't see in this particular game how Atlanta really moves the ball against New Orleans. I, I think this is a blowout, actually. Like, I, I really like New Orleans minus five and a half. I, I think that's an extremely strong play. Um, so give me the Saints here. I if you're playing fantasy, don't sleep early on on Jarvis Landry as a cheap uh, DFS play or as a guy, if, if you have him and need, need a flex emergency um, in one of your uh, season-long leagues or whatever, maybe you're not there. Maybe you're not that desperate in week one. I'm not that he's bad play, but I think Jarvis Landry is being slept on. I think he's going to add a lot to that offense. But, you know, him and Kamara, it looks like Michael Thomas is good to go. And uh, I think Winston, I, I, I think he's a great dark horse MVP candidate because I think if the if the Saints win the Super Bowl and I have them in the Super Bowl losing to the Chiefs, but if they get you know if they happen to win it, it's going to be him or Kamara, right? So, yeah, I, I think the I think the Saints start off and, and send a message here and uh, and get the dub here. Thoughts? No, I agree. I uh, on the over under, I'm probably taking. 
Oh, I didn't mention that forty. I'd probably go over. Yeah, probably just because I so think low. the Saints score thirty on their own, easy. Yeah, I mean, I think the Falcons will get in the end zone at least once. Yeah, they'll play. score. They'll score at least ten. Right. I mean, I would I would go over in that. I, but I think they got young. The way. Saints minus five and a half is my favorite bet so far. Okay, yeah. that we've made so far. All right, so on to the next one. We have the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Jets. Uh, Ravens at Jets. Uh, the Ravens are favored by six and a half over under forty four and a half. First of all, I like that it's under seven right now. It's six and a half. Again, I don't love the sevens where I cut it off for for road teams in the NFL. Almost guaranteed. Not not always. There's exceptions to every rule. There's no there's no guarantees in in, in sports wagering. You need to be open minded. But in general, that's a rule for me. But yeah, six and a half. The Jets are going to be better this year. Dude, it's the Joe Flacco revenge game. Joe Flacco, right? With the Baltimore, right. he's taking. There he's are going so to- many narratives this season. Like there's so many weeks. Like. <laughs> They, the Joe they, Flacco the matchups have been great. It's the Joe Flacco revenge game, man, right here. Right. No, no, it's not. Trust me, it's really not. Uh, Baltimore six and a half, good bet. I like the Saints bet a lot more. Um, I actually think the Jets are going to be decent. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. I think I think the Jets. I think the Jets. What do you? What, I wonder if their over under is for wins. Have we ever, is it, what do you think it is? Three and a half or something? I've not seen. I don't know. Okay, three and a half. Oof. Does that sound about right? Uh, three and a half, four and a half. I think the he went on a mini hot take here. I think the Jets are going to win five games this year. Five games. Yes. Well, if that's over three I and think half, the defense has improved there. I don't know what's going to happen at quarterback. I don't know how long Zach's going to be out. Is, is he really? Do you believe the mom stuff? By the way, do you think that's all real? I, I don't know. It seems to be. I, that's such a weird story. I don't. I, don't I know, love. I don't have much to say about that. I, I love know. Twitter and all the different rumors that get started on there. Um, I mean, give me Baltimore in this game, but I don't love it. Uh, it's, it's just doesn't that just seem too easy? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's at the Jets. It does seem too easy. We got Joe Flacco with the revenge game. And did we really try? I mean, it's like I feel just I just never trust Lamar Jackson. I should. Has he signed a contract yet? I know the deadline's tomorrow. Is there anything broke today? By the way, on him signing a contract? I haven't heard a thing. He said that the deadline's tomorrow. We don't know if that just means he's done talking. Uh, about yeah, it's yeah he's done or? talking. He's yeah. playing the year. It's just con- basically he's saying I'm a free agent if you don't sign me by tomorrow. I don't want distractions during the season. I bet a deal gets done though. I bet they get that done. Um, How much do you think he gets? Who knows? A lot. Right. A lot. Um, and I bet I bet they give him five years. I wouldn't give a running quarterback more than five years, though. Agreed, yeah. Um, but Baltimore, again, Baltimore is going to win. I'm not saying they're not going to win. I just don't know if I trust Lamar Jackson. I just never trust him. I, he, I've never been a Lamar guy. I, I just feel like he always, and, and the stats don't really say that. There's not really a reason I shouldn't trust him. If, let's be real. I just I feel like he turns the ball over more than he should, and like he's always. And maybe I've just had bad experiences of been snake bitten when I've wagered on the and the Ravens, or he's had turnover games because I know the, the turnovers aren't that bad. If, the numbers are not bad if you look at them for turnovers. In fact, he's got exceptional numbers in a lot of situations. He can't throw the ball, but they're not going to have to throw the ball in this game. They're not going to be behind against the Jets. So long story short, I'm just talking on both sides of my mouth. Give me Baltimore on the six and a half. I don't love it though, and the over under forty four and a half. You said. Yep. I just wouldn't touch it. I think it's right about that number. Thoughts? Yeah, I would maybe go under, but I'm having a tough time with that one. Yeah, but you, you, like, you like Baltimore yeah, I like, in the I game? Yeah, like Baltimore, though, yeah. Okay. That, it does seem too easy, though. It's a little scary, like you said. Well, it just it just feels very trappy. Right. Like, like and how, are, are we sure Baltimore's defense is going to be good this year? Like, I don't know. We, we'll talk more about that later. I don't I don't know. I'm excited to see what Brees Hall does number, week I one. I am, too. I am, too. Yeah. We've been hearing a lot about him. So right. Yeah, have him in one Joe of Joe Flacco revenge game, dude. Look yeah. out. Yeah, I'm in a couple of leagues, so I have some. I have some, oh, most players in one of my leagues or another. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it hard to decide who to root for. You just got to prioritize, I guess. Um, okay, next game we have the Patriots and the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are favored by three and a half over under forty six and a half. 
New England at Miami, three and a half. Let's see here. New England at Miami. Give me the Dolphins. This is a good take at yeah, three and I a like half. The Dolphins. I just it, they're at home. They got all the weapons. There's the Belichick factor that he's the best coach in the NFL, probably the best coach ever in the NFL. Most likely, I hate the guy. I hate the Patriots, but I can admit that. Um, so you you always feel like oh Belichick's gonna scheme. His thing is always to scheme one guy out, right? Like he's gonna scheme out what you do best. So. I don't even know if he really has the personnel anymore to scheme anybody out. Like, I don't know. Did he, scheme Tyreek? This, I mean, this is not your Stefan Gilmore. We haven't seen this team play, really. Right. Well, then this is not your Stefan Gilmore, you know, Patriots defense, or back in the day, your Teddy Bruschi Patriots defense. Like, it's just, this defense is still good. I don't think it's that great of a defense at this point. And they've struggled quite a bit throughout training camp, and a lot of negative rumblings come out of that camp I've been reading about, actually. But I like Miami in this game. Um, I also don't think Tyreek Hill has a monster season nor a monster game this week. Um, but I mean, you've got enough guys over there. You got Jalen Waddle. Um, are you a big fan of his, by the way? I kind of feel like he gets slept on. I mean, I'm not yeah. a huge Jalen Waddle guy, but I got him last year in fantasy. And he did great. I mean, he was like, was he rookie of the year? Was he? I don't know. I don't know. He, he was definitely in the contending, but uh, no, I like him. I think that they kind of uh, split like a like a Mike Williams and a Keenan Allen this year almost. Like, I could see that. Like I don't know. They held on to Kaseki, right? I mean, yeah. nothing. That, they were well, talking would, about would moving that him. Tyree Keenan, and then yeah, they were talking <laughs> I guess about Jalen is Mike Williams. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Patriots don't have a quarterback, right? I'm not, I'm just not a Mac guy. I just don't think. Do you think he's an NFL guy? I, mean, I don't know. Long term. Let's see what Bill can do to him, but he has, he wasn't super impressive last I mean, year. In his weapon wise, I mean, they go, Jacoby Myers, I mean, he's questionable. Did he, get, did he get taken out the injury report? I did not see that. He I mean, was they, questionable. We've got Ramondre Stevenson yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, well, that's a good luck guessing that backfield. They love to do right. that same crap yeah. where they pull two. Then you see what Mahomes said. Speaking of that, yesterday he said he apologized to all the fantasy owners. He's like, it's going to be a different guy every week, guys. And I apologize to all the fantasy owners out there trying to guess who the receiver or you know whatever oh, is going to be. Funny. Yeah, so that's I thought you meant, you meant he was going to be a different Mahomes. Oh no, 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 be the same. No, he's apologizing. Like you know, you oh, get yeah, yeah, Damian Harris and Stevenson. You know, back in the day it was James White and Burkhead and well, Sony of, Michelle when they were there with with the Patriots. Kind of goes to what we've been saying though. I mean, playing Mahomes naked, he kind of confirmed. It. Yeah, I mean Travis, that's the play. Travis will be in the mix every week. Yeah, uh, yeah, but in DFS, a lot of weeks probably the play is just to play Mahomes naked, unless there's like you know super cheap on FanDuel. You know, not only do they have a sports book, they have a great um, DFS as well. But yeah, so are you with me? Are you, are you on Miami too? Are we on the, every single game? This kind of bugs me that we're not we'll disagreeing. Have to, we'll have to disagree some. We will later. We will. If not, um, what's next? Oh yeah, not like Miami. Did you say over under forty six now? Oh yeah, over. I'd take the under probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not strong on it though. On I'm one. not strong. I'll tell you the ones I'm strong on. Okay. I'm not strong on that one. Well, speaking of narrative revenge games, the Ooh. next one Ooh, tell is me. the Cleveland Browns oh. and the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield yeah. revenge game. Baker Mayfield revenge game. This is the one I'm excited for. Talk about one of two of the more bottom ten teams in the league, at least right now, especially Carolina. Right. So uh, Carolina is only favored by one and a half right now. I kind of like that. They're at home. Yeah. So Carolina's at home against Cleveland. One and a half. Okay. This is the only game we can be sure that Christian McCaffrey will be healthy for. <laughs> exactly. At least the first half, maybe. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I I Damn mean, it. did Jacoby Brissett, he never even played a snap, did he, This uh, for Cleveland in the preseason? I don't think he played. I don't think so. Not that that necessarily, I mean, it's not like he hasn't played in the NFL before, and it's not like Carolina's got a vaunted defense or a vaunted home field advantage. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, you know what? I've always been kind of a Baker Mayfield guy. I hate to admit it because he really has been pretty trash since he came into the NFL. 
But I just feel like I mean it's Cleveland. What yeah, do you expect? Yeah, that's the argument you always hear against it is that hey, look at Cleveland before he came, and I mean it's it's a valid valid argument. Yeah, and, and some of those games where you go back and you have like you know seventy yards passing. Don't forget they had they've had like sixty mile an hour wins there a couple of games at home, like sustained right. wins. Like he's had a couple of games where he lost due to weather on top of that and the ineptitude of the Cleveland Browns organization. I think Baker's going to have a decent year. Do you think he starts all year? I think uh, he'll have to play well. I think so. Yeah, I mean. You talk about Sam Darnold taking the spot? Yeah. Yeah, and I think he keeps it. Okay. Well, in this game, and we're talking about this game in particular, give me Carolina. Um, I just don't know what Cle- – Cleveland's got the stud running backs there. The defense, though, is not great. Um, I think McCaffrey is the best player on the field. Like you, you mentioned it. I mean, this is one of those games where he's going to get his full workload, be healthy. Cleveland doesn't have the linebackers to control him and the little dump-off game. I, I, think, I think DJ Moore is an excellent player. Um, I I think I just I like Carolina in this game. They're playing at home. I, I do like I, the revenge game narratives. I I mock them generally. That's why I'm making right. the Joe Flacco jokes. It's mostly a joke, but this is a real revenge game. Like no, this no, is personal. Like, <laughs> like this is very personal clearly. to Baker Mayfield. Right. And and the, the the Panthers want to get off on the win. I don't think the Panthers win very many games this year. I bet they win four or five games because of the division they're in. But I think they do win this game. Thoughts? No, I agree. Here's one interesting thing though. Uh, the Panthers are. Favorite at minus one and a half. That the odds on that are minus one ten, but the money line is only minus one eighteen. I'll take the money line. Just then. take the money line. Yeah. I oh, is that real? Oh, wow, that's a, yeah. that's a good tip. That's actually see, that's really good advice. That's some things we should do in a, in a sports book one hundred and one someday. Like when does money line make sense? You know, like it does not make sense on a two and a half point or three point spread when it's like minus two hundred or minus one ninety. But if it's minus one ten to get them at one and a half. Or minus 118 to just get them to win? Why not? Because then you're protected if they have a one or a two-point win, and it's only costing you eight bucks per hundred. So I like that. That's good. Good right. advice, Killian. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay, so under- That's why they call him sharpshooting Killian White, dude. <laughs> well, and when they I say were, they, they I mean me. They were trying to get that to catch on. Yeah. yeah. If you guys want to start, we'd appreciate Sharp it. Sharpshooting Killian uh, White. <laughs> over under at 41 and a half. That one's one of the lower ones. Oh, sorry. I week. skipped that point. Give me the over on that, but- yeah, I, I still. I mean, the running backs for Cleveland are still really good. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big over under guy in general. Yeah, I only bet one or two a week. I'm more of a point guy. And I feel like betting the under in general is just like pain. Yeah, you just it's pure just pain. Clenching the entire time, like please don't get in the end zone. That's it's what just she a said. scary bet. I don't. Yeah, I don't like betting, especially the unders. Um, okay. Are you, cl- are you clinching over there? Or are you okay? No, you're not clinching I'm not over there. The under, so I'm okay, not you're not clinching. Good. <laughs> All right. Nothing I'll else just, is going on over there either, right? No, just man with his microphone. Across the glass right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next. All game. I can see is above his shoulder. So. <laughs> next game is uh, the 49ers and the Bears. The 49ers are of course favored at six and a half. Uh, Bears are at home. It's the 49ers, Kelly, not the 69ers. You said 69ers. Did I? No. Man, Freudian slip, man. 49ers at the Bears. You said seven. It's at six and a half. Oh, that's a good line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are all you these damn... You keep breaking your rule. I hate these damn road teams all being favored by six and a half I points know. this week. I hate betting road teams in the NFL around seven, but this is a good one. San Fran- Chicago, by my, I think, could be the worst team in the NFL. I think they're just atrocious. I think this, I, I think this Justin Fields thing is going to be awful. And it's interesting. It's the same style of quarterbacks, right? You got two really mobile guys and, right, and Lance and Fields and two guys trying to make their way in the NFL. And of course, you still have Jimmy G, you know, breathing down the neck there in San Francisco. But is George Kittle playing, aka George Brittle? I saw he got added to the injury report. We don't know if George Brittle's playing. I don't know if it even matters in this game. 
I think um, he is, but yeah, no, I mean, they might err on the side of caution. Like yeah. you said, the Bears, hopefully they can take him without. Six George and a Kittle. half. Give me the Niners in this game. Yeah, give me the Niners. And if you want to put this in a teaser, I'm totally fine with that too, by the way. Yeah, no, that's where I would like that, especially. And then the over-under is pretty low at 40 and a half. I don't know, once again. <sighs> over, but that, just yes, over, but I would just take the Niners. What your thoughts on that game? Agreed, yeah. How are we all the same? People are going to quit listening to us because they think we're just the same person. It's mean we're both. It means I'm really good because I'm on the same page as Sharp Shooting Killian White. Right? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna, we'll find some. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Washington Commanders. The the Commanders are uh, favored by two and a half. Yeah, you. I, every time I say that, I have to like rethink what team it is too. Because right now I'm in baseball mode too, so I, I get like the Cleveland Guardians, Guardians right, yeah. and the Commanders. So I'm always like, is it I always the Guardians? Say the Washington Generals too, which I think is the team that the Globetrotters <laughs> the, play. The NBA, yeah, the, yeah, it is. The, it is, yeah. The Globetrotters. Yeah, it's the Globetrotters. <laughs> the worst team, record in basketball. <laughs> who some years might be better than the Commanders, yeah. whatever the hell they call themselves. Wow. Jacksonville, two and a half point. Maybe we'll disagree on that. Two and a half point dogs. Maybe we'll disagree. Jacksonville I, wins outright. Damn it, Davo. You're going to take that, too? I, I like Jacksonville in this. I don't know. I take mean, Jacksonville on the money line. You don't even need the two and a half yeah, points. Yeah, the money line is plus uh, 120. Trevor Lawrence season, baby. It starts coming up this Sunday. No Chase Young in this game for the Commanders. I am excited because my season-long team, I have uh, I have Mr. Uh, um, Etienne? Antonio Gibson. Oh, Antonio Gibson. I'm oh, sorry. You. I was thinking of the Commanders. He's, he will get the full, full workload for a while. We were worried there before. That, and that was a, Luckily, yeah. tragedy was averted. But that, did he really? That, I did, saw the, uh, did Brian really get shot in the butt? That's what I heard. I don't know. I also saw that. Uh, you saw it? What? No, I also saw that uh, Ron Rivera said that, um, quote, we're going to give him the ball <laughs> about Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Good. So, yeah. Feed him. It's not going to matter, like though. That, but it's yeah. not gonna, it's like, by the second half, it's going to be a lot of J.D. McKissick because they're going to be trailing in this game. I, I just think Jacksonville. I love Christian Kirk in this offense, by the way. They got James Robinson back. Um, with, with Travis, Travis Etienne, yeah. Etienne, yeah. So they got they got some. The, I, I think Trevor in getting rid of Urban Meyer. I think Jacksonville is going to be a lot better than people think they are. Now I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs because they're not, but I, I don't think six wins is out of the question for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. Um, give me Jacksonville winning out right here, and the over under of 44. Just stay away. Just take Jacksonville out right. Okay, and then the next one we might agree on too, <clears throat> but hey, we're still in the noon slate. We got plenty of games to go. Uh, we got the Raiders and the Chargers. The Raiders are Ooh. at home, favored by three and a half. Now the, that's not that's a three o'clock game, by the way. Oh, you're right. That's the first of them. Yeah, that's three o'clock game. Uh, are we done with? Did you get all the twelve o'clock ones? Yeah. Let's see. Let me look at my side. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. So now we're down to our last six games of the week. Um, okay, what was it again? I'm sorry. The Chargers are, the, are at home against the Raiders. You say it's they're, three. They're favored by three and a half. Three and a half now. Yeah. I can't take the Chargers by three and a half. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Um JC Jackson, they had they had an injury out back in their in their secondary. Um I I don't have the numbers in front of me. And I'm also not one of those guys who generally is like, well, this team is 37 and 2 ATS on Tuesday nights in week one. Like I, I'm not one of those persons that really thinks historical trends matter that much unless it's the same players. Maybe right. like two years of data maybe is relevant. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the numbers, but my point in bringing that up is I'm pretty sure if you go back and look at the Chargers at home as a three-point favorite, like in that three to four range, they never cover. Like, they never cover. It's a home three. But go back and look at it. I know last year I had them once against the Cowboys. They did not cover. It might have been week one last year, actually. Um, and that's another time. I, I think, like, I, re- I really think I'm right about that. I don't have any data to prove that, but I think if somebody went back and looked, they'd never cover. With that said, I'm not just saying that because of that. Um <sighs> 
I hate this because I don't want to pick the Raiders to win outright. And if you're not taking a team by three and a half, you're almost. I think this game is going to be so close. Just give me the points and give me the Raiders. I, I I don't I don't necessarily think the Raiders will win outright in this game, but I'm not saying they won't. I, just give me the Raiders because I think it's a close game, man. Is, are you surprised that I said that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, that half point is a big deal. That hook is a, is a big deal. deal. I mean, you can buy the hook probably. You can get it like 130 or something, 135. Yeah, it's at minus 104 right now, just for the three and a half. But <clears throat> and it might fall back down to three. Now, if it's right, a three, it could, if it could, yeah. But if, I, if it's at three. God, I feel like I'm giving bad advice on this game because it's like. Just take the Raiders. I, I I don't love the Chargers here. I don't know. I mean, I have the Chargers here, so here's our first disagreement. I thought you would be all for the Chargers. I know you're a big believer this year in Justin Herbert. They're at home, everything like that, but I didn't know all the stuff you just brought up about historical data. So, I mean, I feel like I don't have as much Well, to I also don't up. have the exact stats, so right, you're I mean, just, you're, I'm trusting what I'm 99% sure is accurate. Just from I've heard it once, and I've paid attention to it ever since then. I just I, – I don't like the injuries they have in the second. I don't know if the Chargers' defense is going to be good this year. Yeah. Like it's well, they, the over under is at fifty two and a half. That's what I'm saying. That. That's a very high. Line. And I, and you and you add in. I think the Raiders will be able to score against them. You add in Devonte. You, you still got Waller. You got Renfro. That's and Jacobs. I mean, Carr's not good, but he's average. I mean, he's fine. Right, good weapons around him, like you said. Um, and I think the Raiders' defense is going to be better this year. I might say the, the Chargers' defense is still probably better than the Raiders' defense. There's no doubt about that, but. I don't know, man. Something about me just says I. I if I was gonna take it, you said fifty-two. Yep, fifty-two and a half. I wouldn't take that either, though. I'm staying away, or I'm taking the Raiders. This, this is probably a game I'm just gonna watch. But you like the Chargers quite a bit this game. Is this one of your more, your more favorite games of the week? Yeah, I feel like. I mean, you're making a good case, but I, I feel pretty confident about the Chargers. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Every other game, we're sure of. We both agree. Yeah, and, and we're gonna get that one right. And this I think. The and by, by the way, I think you and I will probably deviate a little bit more weeks three, four, five when we get more data because yeah. some of this stuff we're going off what we think. There's hardly any first string data from the three preseason games. A lot of this right. is just going off of last year. Going off of offseason moves, what we've heard, what we think will happen. But, you know, this this is probably the most basic advice we'll ever get on one of these. We'll get, we'll get more detailed once we have actual data from guys and see these teams play and stuff right now. But but my gut tells me and what I think right now is you stay away from this game or you take the Raiders. Right. But I do think the Chargers are going to finish way ahead of the Raiders. I've got the Raiders you know, down there last in our preseason predictions, if you remember that. I right. did pick them last, which is to say. But it's not, and but, the AFC West was which one they, of the few we yeah, did agree on. Which they might have actually, which the Raiders could win one or two other divisions, by the way, to be honest with you. The fourth place right. team in the AFC West could probably win a couple divisions. Mm. At least one, but yeah. Okay, next. All right, next is the Titans and the Giants. The Giants are at the Titans. Uh, Titans favored by five and a half. This game looks trappy as hell. Because we know the Giants aren't great, but I, 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 and the and the Titans. I don't know that the Titans have improved much over the winter. I mean, have, have they really? What have, what have they really done that's upgraded them? I don't think that they've upgraded. That's what I'm saying. And Ryan Tannehill, Robert Woods. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is basically a more mobile version of Derek Carr. You know, they're both fine. The lower end of average in my book. I know Carr's got those numbers. I'm aware of the passing errors. I know. I know. You don't have to tell <laughs> me. It's because his team sucks and they're all playing from behind and he's throwing all the time. Um, watch him in a big game and see what happens. Like fourth and goal against the uh, Bengals when he throws short of the end zone in the playoffs last year. Dumbass. Um, but I like Tennessee in this game. I like Tennessee on the five and a half quite a bit, actually. I don't like it as much as the Saints. Um, I think it's a very good bet. Um, I, I think it's just the, the Henry show. I think they come out and grind it against this poor uh, front seven of, of the Giants. Um, 
You know, a lot of people are Saquon Barkley people. I, I, the Titans' defense, by the way, should be a lot better this year. I, I, let me rephrase. Offensively, the Titans have done nothing to go forward, maybe even further back. You know, losing A.J. Brown's a massive and Julio, although Julio never played. Defensively, I think the Titans will be a lot better. Are you, You're not a Saquon Barkley guy, are you, this year, a bounce-back guy? Because I'm not. No, not really. I, I think mean, he's toast. Everybody that's been burned by him once in year long. <laughs> and I've never had him either. That's one yeah. thing I will say. So well, it's good for you then. But unless yeah. you got him in, what, as a 2018? Yeah, the first year, yeah. Season. But, yeah. No, I'm with you on the Derrick Henry show as well. I mean, I think that he runs all over this team. Yep. I think that, um, I mean, he's as healthy as he's going to be all season. He didn't. He was hurt a little bit of last season, but he's not yeah. really as injury prone as some of these other backs that we talk about. Um, but no, I think he's going to march all over them. I think that uh, I want to see a good game out of Robert Woods. Yeah, as I was well. going to say, how, Robert, this could be. How's Robert Woods going to do here? I was going to ask you about that. I mean, he's their he's their number one this year, and I mean, he's got some big shoes to fill in AJ Brown. But I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of the target share. And on the Giants side, you see Darius Slayton, poor guy, took a big pay cut. He went from like 1.9 down to like 900,000. Or maybe it was 2.3 down to 900,000. I did not. Why? First, like, I don't know. Because he, he didn't want to get cut. Oh. And then salary cap problems. Yeah. And then it's better it, than yeah, getting cut and just, making nothing. Yeah. Like then a separate comment. This is a separate comment. Um, not about this game. It's too bad Kadarius Tony is always either in trouble or hurt or not in the field. Like, he's never on the field. He's I feel like he's going to be like the next Percy Harvin that, like, had all this talent and he flashed it. People thought he was going to be great, but it's like he never does anything. Like, this is just more of a generic season-long statement about Kadarius Tony. The dude is so talented, but it's always – it's mostly injuries. We saw him get that big fight against – I think it was Dallas last year and get ejected, which was funny, but just a random Giants thing while we're on him. All right, move us along. Get closer to that mic, by the way. You're kind of further away from the mic. All right. Chiefs and Cardinals are next, the hometown boys. Uh, this one, I think we were talking, it was at as low as... Uh, it, it opened at 3.5, didn't it? Right, yeah. Now it's at 5.5. Uh, Chiefs are favored by 5.5, going into Arizona, over under at 53.5. And this is a tip of the cap to FanDuel Sportsbook, because a lot of sportsbook have the Chiefs at 6 or 6.5, and, and they're live here in Kansas. They're being fair to people, because some sportsbook could addict the price up on you. FanDuel Sportsbook not doing that, so a tip of the cap to them on that line. I like that line at 5.5. You said the over under was what? Uh, 53 and a half. 53 and a half. <sighs> Let me start with that. Five and a half for the Chiefs. God. This, to me, you're taking the Chiefs in this game. <sighs> this is a great teaser game. This is one of those games where they're going to win the game. The five and a half points just because of Kyler Murray and, you know, this could be a big week for Hollywood Brown. We'll see how the Chiefs defend him. The Chiefs are that's if there's one. Ertz for sure playing. We heard who's that? Ertz, Zach Ertz. I believe he is good to go. Okay. Yes, but you have Hollywood, and then the Chiefs. I mean, they're starting McDuffie, the rookie. The, 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 if there's to me, the point I worry about most of this defense would be the back end. Like I know the linebackers have been horrible for years now. I just I worry a little bit, and it's not even so much. It's not even so much that I, that I think they're not good corners. It's just that Kyler moves around so much back there, so. He makes play, he drags plays on forever. I'm thinking out loud here. I, I think the Cardinals are able to score some points in this game. I don't think they go haywire. I think the Chiefs will be able to string together some stops. He'll make some mistakes. Uh, I think Chris Jones and and uh, you know Frank Clark and maybe our boy uh, Furious George will be able to get home a few times in this game, create a turnover or two. Uh, so give me the Chiefs for sure on a teaser. A six-point teaser, you get them down to a picket, or actually you get them at a plus half a point. Like, I like that a lot. I don't hate them at minus five and a half. I'm just not super strong on that. I love them on a teaser. This is one of those games that you could tease pretty easily because it's a good opponent, but you know they're going to win. Um, as far as the over-under goes, I would gun to my head, go over, 
in this game, but I'm not necessarily in love with that. I'm also not an over-under guy in general, as we talked about earlier. What do you think? I think the Chiefs will be able to move the ball though in this game. Uh, with you on not a strong uh, opinion either way, but probably the over. On the five and a half, I might have to take the Cardinals. I feel, okay. like, we, I feel like we win by a field goal. I mean, I do think the Chiefs win. I love the idea of taking a teaser, but I don't know. I probably have to take the Cardinals on the five and a half. Yeah, it's. I loved the Chiefs when they were when they were three, you know, or three and a half, whatever. Right. That was, I, I'm yeah. a, maybe rephrase that. I didn't love them. I really liked them at three and a half. Mm-hmm. But the five and a half is just, I think, like a three or four point game. Up to seven is is a pretty likely outcome. So just yeah, I like the idea of hedging that on a teaser. So, but I do think the Chiefs uh, prevail in that game. Okay, next one uh, is the Packers and the Vikings. Down to our last three games. Yes, sir. Is that a picket or what's the spread? Pretty, I mean, the Packers are favored one and a half at Minnesota. What's yeah. the over under? Uh, Forty seven and a half. Love the Vikings in this game outright yeah, at home. Too. Outright is still uh, minus one hundred two, but. Is it really? Yeah, the Vikings? Huh. I mean, it's the odds are that close. Yeah. Uh, give me the Vikings. I think the Vikings win this game outright. I think the offense is going to have uh, – the Packers' defense has been good, obviously. I think I think the Vikings will be able to move the ball in this game. I think the Vikings are legit. Well, this might be one where you take the uh, the spread over the outright, though, because the they're favored – or sorry – they're plus one and a half at minus one ten or money line at minus one oh two. Exactly. So same. Yeah, you would take the point and a half the, there. Yeah, right. You take the point and a half. Look at that. That's why they call him sharp shooting Killian White. Looking at those lines. He's sharp on the lines. <laughs> it's gonna baby. catch on someday, isn't yes, it? Yes. I like the Vikings outright at home in this game. I, you and I both have them winning the division, don't we? Right, we do. Yeah. That was our uh, our controversial pick that we should Especially with Alan Lazar banged up. Yeah. We don't I mean, even know for it, sure if he's gonna play. I mean I mean, after that, there there ain't a lot there to worry about. Let's experience. I, the, the Vikings defense is, is mostly trash. I think they'll be better this year. Yeah. I don't think they're complete garbage. Not, they're not a heaping pile of garbage like they have been. But I think they'll be able – the Packers are going to try to run the ball in this game and set up play action with Rodgers, obviously, as they should with the two stud backs they have back there in Jones and Dillon. But I, I like I, – I think I think this is going to be a massive Kirk Cousins game. I, I think Kirk Cousins throws at least three and 300 in this game. Yeah, I agree. And maybe that's not massive, but a very good game for Kirk Cousins. I think he'll be able to move the ball, put up some fantasy numbers too. So if you need to somehow need a streaming quarterback in week one, or if or you're DFS. thinking about starting him, or DFS for sure. Yeah, if he's cheap there on the sites. I actually haven't looked at DFS pricing in FanDuel yet, so I will do that when it gets a little bit closer. But yeah, give me the Vikings. Thoughts? No, yeah, like I said, I like the Vikings. I'd probably take the uh, plus one and a half just because of the way the odds are shaking out. Um, over and that up. could move to two, by the way, too. So maybe right. that could be. I'd wait on that one. There's yeah. some games you want to lock in. I'd probably wait on that one. Yeah. We'll see you in the McDonald's parking lot on Sunday. Oh, you morning. definitely will Sunday morning. <laughs> if you're there at 11 a.m., so somebody. Uh, my dream is that somebody will buy me like a quarter pounder one day. I'll be sitting in there. Uh, I don't know if I'd be really excited about that because it means they li- they love our podcast, or if I'd be creeped out by that because they're stalking me. But either way, I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you say over under? Are we on to the next one. Next one, yep. Okay. Uh, the next one is Sunday night, the Sunday it? night game. Yep. This is a good one. Uh, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. The Bucks are favored by two and a half at the Cowboys. So how is Tampa's defense going to be this year? You know, is this is this the defense that stuffs the run you can't run against and, and you can get them on the outside with the pass like it has been? Um, are they getting older? We see we don't know these things. We we still think Tampa's probably good at stopping the run, probably possibly elite, much like the, the Rams. By the way, we didn't talk about that earlier, but the Bills aren't trying to run anyways. But we we think they'll be able to stop the run. I don't I don't think it's a great week for Zeke, but you're starting him because you draft you, know, you start your studs in week one, so you're playing Zeke. I don't know that they'll be able to run much in this game. I do think they'll be able to throw the ball a bit. I think they'll be able to score some points. Dallas playing at home as an underdog in prime time. And Brady doesn't have an offensive line. You know, Jensen's out. The other cat, the right side, went down. I mean, they're down two offensive linemen. Godwin has been upgraded to a full participant and is good to go. That's a big, you know, big thing for them. So they've got all their skill position weapons on offense. 
give me Dallas in this game. Give me Dallas outright making a statement of winning at home and, and the the inevitable crumbling of the Buccaneers. To be fair, I, I predicted the Buccaneers to crumble last year. So to be fair, I'm kind of doubling down. I was wrong last year. I, I think it happens this year, though, and I like Dallas quite a bit. And Maybe my fourth or fifth favorite game of the week. I'm going to take the Buccaneers here. Are you? Yeah. yeah Tell yeah. me why. Uh, I don't know. I'm just never high on the Cowboys like that. Uh, Zeke is never... Never like I don't CD know. CD Lamb, man, C. come Lamb, on. Yeah, I mean, but Michael Gallup is out, so they have less weapons. That's all right. They're, not that Michael Gallup is like you know yeah. the difference maker. They have Dalton usually. Schultz, dude. They do have Dalton Good Schultz, luck. Who has been Tony Pollard? Yeah. Come on. Hey, I got him in the league. I don't. Do they still have Greg Zerline? Is Greg the leg still there? I don't know if he should be after last year. He was I, awful. That's a good question. Let me. I'm gonna look hey, it up while you while you talk here. But uh, no, I like I like the Bucks. I think they still have uh, a high powered offense. Um, the defense maybe took a step back, like we said. But he's the Jets kicker now. He's the oh, Zerline is. Oh boy. Yeah. So who do the Cowboys have? Do we know? I don't know. Sorry. To keep send talking. You on another Google. Apparently, I'm gonna use up all my cell phone data today while we're on our show. Keep going. We don't use. That's uh, probably better. We don't use the Wi-Fi here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. For what we look at, right? Yeah. Um, the over/under in this one is uh, 50 and a half. I kind of like the over there. That's uh, kind of You say 50 and a half, yeah. and actually, I think it was Brett Maher last year. I get confused because they're both Nebraska guys. Um, who did the Cowboys sign at quarterback? Uh, the quarterback. Did they sign him again? I think it's Brett Ma- Mayer, Mauer, who went to Nebraska. What were you asking me about over-under? Uh, f- Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. 50 and a half is the over-under. In that game? Uh, I'm going under in that game. Really? Okay. It was pretty high. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't – I don't think t- – <laughs> I, I don't think, I think there's a lot of scoring. I don't think either team is going to be able to score. You see, okay, I like this. You and I are wrong on this. Or you and I are opposite. At least so. one of us will be right on this. Yeah. We'll, this, we'll probably both all be wrong. Yeah, it'll be in the middle. On. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. It'll and then tie. last it'll is Monday night. Last is Monday night before we get to props. Okay, yeah. Last one uh, is, yeah, the Broncos and the Seahawks. Another revenge game. Is this a freaking another? I'm telling you. they're. Yeah, but is this another road favorite by six and a half? Yeah, it is. I am. Broncos Week one of the NFL is hell for me. I like it. I'm like in point spread hell because every damn game in the NFL, every favorite is on the road by six. Have you ever seen this many and it's road favorites? Like the three worst teams. Yeah, in there. yeah. But have you ever seen this many six and a half point? I think the Seahawks might be better than people think, though. I'm not saying they're good. I think they'll pull out like three or four wins. But I don't think they're like New York Jets a couple years ago when the Chiefs were like a 28 point favorite. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was yeah. like what was like 27 or something. I don't even that game. And they got covered like by halftime. I think. Wow. Um, Denver by six and a half. Just tease them. This like this, uh, but but I also hate putting a whole bunch of teasers in. You don't want to put too many teasers in. I love Denver on the money line's a lock at Seattle. They're not losing this game. Russ going back, like you said, he's going home to cook. Man, he's gonna cook a nice meal while uh, while Pete Carroll finally gets to have his fantasy of grinding it out in ugly games and establishing the run. He always misused Russ. I thought for the last several years, they always tried to. Oh, you got Chris Carson. You have freaking Russell Wilson. Throw the damn ball. You have DK Metcalf and Lockett. Anyway, I've always been I've always been frustrated with with him. Um, they're gonna they will try to grind it out though and play slow and, and dirty. They're gonna try to muck it up all year. It's, that's the only way they can win games. So I mean look at the team. They got Geno freaking Smith starting. They got Drew Locke behind. Like, how is Metcalf even gonna catch the damn ball with these guys throwing it to him? How is this offense gonna move? Denver's defense is good enough. I don't think they're elite anymore. I think they're good. Um I think Russ is gonna come out here. I think it's gonna be a Cortland Sutton game. It's gonna be big for him, and you're gonna have the two running backs, you know, especially Devontae Williams kind of finishing it off. 
Um, I think actually Denver comes out and throws right away, and then kind of ends it with a run. That's how I see this game coming, not vice versa. But either way, I think I think Denver. I'd take them on the six and a half. Again, I don't love the six and a half. I would take them on this side though. That's the correct side to be on. And a money line or a teaser, it's a lock. Thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I like it a lot better as a teaser. Six and a half is a little bit scary, but. I mean, you got to go with the Broncos. Uh, the over under here is forty four and a half. I don't know. Have you? I don't. Even, nah, yeah. I'd probably go on. I'd probably go under. Yeah. I don't think Seattle's going to score much. Yeah. I wouldn't touch that though. That's too close. I don't like that. Just take. Just take. If you're going to take it, I would just take Denver. Agreed. Okay. So we're moving into props now. Yeah, props time. I feel. So what did we disagree on? Two or three games? It wasn't much. Two uh, games. Maybe three. Okay. I wonder how it'll be most weeks. I wonder what we'll end up in. I don't know. We need to start keeping track to see who we knows. Should. Who knows? Who's really a sharpshooter? Yeah, we should. It's clear in the sharpshooter white, dude. All right, next. Props. Until it gets revoked. Give me some props. Uh, okay, we're going to start with the Bills and Rams game tonight. Let's get you started on the action right away. So, we have Matt Stafford, Josh Allen. I thought this was interesting. The over-under on their passing yards is the same at 270 and a half. Stafford and Allen tonight, 270 and a half. Give me over on Matt Stafford. And give me over on Josh Allen. I like both of those at 270 and a half. I think I think I think it's a guarantee one of them gets 300. I don't see the other one being held under 275. So yeah, I go over on both. Yeah, there's a lot of good props and stuff like that too, where it's like uh, a prop on the combined passing yards, or if either one of them breaks under 300. The reason I say something good to look at. The reason I say over on both is in my game with with props. You kind of go by your game script, right? Your game theory in your head, how the game's going to go. I see Buffalo not running the ball because you can't run very well against the Rams. I see them coming out throwing the ball exclusively. Allen's going to get his yards no matter what. That's pretty safe. And Matt Stafford, to me, is going to be chasing. They'll try to come out and run Cam Akers and keep Josh Allen off the field, mix in some Darrell Henderson. Um, but I think ultimately they'll be chasing points. I think he'll have to throw a lot. I think they both get over that number. Okay. Uh, Cooper Cup, over under 94 and a half receiving yards. Um, Over. Okay. Allen Robinson, over 62 and a half receiving yards. Over under, sorry. Over. Okay. Stephon Diggs, 65 and a half receiving yards. Over. Okay, so we're liking the overs here. All right, now rushing. Cam Akers, 41 and a half, over or under? Under. That's that's too that's Vegas knows something. That's too low of a number. But I, I don't I, I don't think Akers is maybe gonna get the full the full workload right. that we Do think. Do you think they still involve Daryl quite a bit? I think it's like I think it's like fifty-five percent acres, forty-five percent Henderson. And I think they're going to be chasing. I don't think they're going to be able to run. They got but, a rookie to shuffle in a little bit, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've got yeah. three guys back there, and I, they're going to be chasing. Give me the under. I know I know that I know that at first glance it's an over bet, but that, uh, that's that's going under. Okay. And then Vegas knows something. The last one, uh, Josh Allen, over under 37 and a half rushing yards. Under. Under. Right. I think he's going to stop running as much this year. I, I, they need to consciously tell this dude if you're going to run, get out of bounds. Because if you watch this guy, he's right, he reckless like a, out there. Yeah. He's like a bowling ball. Right. I mean, he, he like, like he's like Brett put Favre. His head down against yeah. the linebacker for a first down. He's like Brett Favre, like applauding hits on him and stuff. Like, bro, you can't. I know you're a big guy and you feel invincible right now, but that's going to take years off your career if you keep doing that. I, I think they're going to talk to him about that. And um, yeah, I don't think he's going to run. I think I think that's an under. Okay. All right, and I uh, the Chiefs cards game is still coming. I wanted to do that one, but we will uh, get to that one later. Uh, instead, we can do the um, Raiders and Chargers? Chargers game. Yeah, thank you, because uh, the lines are out for that one. All right, so Keenan Allen over or under sixty eight and a half receiving yards. Under under. Okay, Mike Williams over under 59 and a half. 
I'll say over on him. I kind of like the over on that one too. And then, okay, we'll also do Devontae. His is at 77 and a half. Over. That, that's going to be a force feed situation in week one. What about Darren Waller at 49 and a half? Over. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I, like the, I like the Raiders passing game in this quite a bit, actually. All right. And then rushing props. Does Justin Herbert have over 14 and a half rushing yards? No. Does Derek Carr have over four and a half rushing yards? No, because he's going to have the victory formation, to, probably, maybe. So yeah, you like the minus one yard every time. That's that's always a terrible beat, isn't it? When you yeah. bet, that's what scares me about betting rushing yards on yeah. his quarterback is they can just back him right out at the end of the game. Well, especially at the end of the half, you might get one, that's too. That's a good point, too. If there's yeah. like 15 seconds, a lot of times just take an E. Right. Okay. Austin Eckler's uh, rushing line is at 61 and a half. Oh, that's way under. Okay. And then, I hope not, got him pretty heavy in fantasy. But then Josh Jacobs at 49 and a half. Uh, over. Okay. Yeah, just just because of volume and the game flow, I see. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So yeah, you're liking a lot of the overs for the Raiders on this yep. one. Yep. Okay. And uh, one, one thing, more game. One thing I did see on the Chiefs Cardinals, I want to mention real quick. Uh, does does Clyde Edwards Hilaire score? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I. I yeah. It, it could be a receiving touchdown. I I think they want to get this guy. This is like his last That's kind of, swan song. I think they do feed him in the beginning just to give him that chance. Yeah, they want they want some they confidence. They know the whispers in. are there, yeah. the doubts. Like, yeah, because I think the Chiefs probably get in the end zone at least four times in this game. I think they score somewhere between thirty-one and thirty-seven points, probably. If I'm if I'm guessing realistically, so yeah, I think he'll get one of them. Okay, and that is at plus one thirty, so that might be something. Yeah, I take on. it. Okay, I don't love it, but if you're asking me, I'd take it. Last one, uh, we are going to do the Sunday night game, the Bucks and the Cowboys. Um, the Brady's passing yards two seventy four and a half. Well, they're going to be chasing. He's got enough weapons. I'll go over, but it, it, but it's not going to be a pretty two seventy five okay. plus. And then Dax is at two sixty eight and a half. Over. Over. So For a lot, sure, a lot of passing on. They're those. not going to be able to run very well. Right. Okay. Mike Evans uh, over or under seventy one and a half receiving yards. We'll go under on that. Okay, I kind of like that too. There's just so yeah. many. They have too there. many weapons, and I don't think they're going to be able to throw he's the ball. One of those you never know what week he's just going to yeah. put up a crazy stat line. Well, he'll also catch a fifty yarder every That's couple, you know, every two or three games. Right. Okay. Uh, Leonard to have over or under fifty five and a half rushing yards. They'll try to run. They're going to have to run. Uh, over. Uh, what about Zeke over under 46 and a half? Um, just because of volume, I'll go over. Not by much. I think it's something like a 20 for 60 game for him, an 18 for 57. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get over because I think they're going to win the game. So I think, I think it's, at carries, the end, though. he's going to get enough yeah. carries, but I, I, it's not going to be efficient. Okay. And does he score? Yeah, they'll get him in. Yeah, right, that one's like minus one twenty five, so I don't love it. But I, yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think that's good. If that's it, good if point. It's plus money, I take it. That's not good value, but I think he scores. I wouldn't bet right. that, but I do. But if you're asking me if I think he scores, yes. Okay. Yeah. So those are props for the. week. I like this props. We'll have to do that. So we'll pick three games a week and do that. Let me ask you some questions now. One more section of NFL before we get to our uh, college football threesome, and end with our uh, lock of the week and one on one sports book, fantasy football starter sit. Okay. okay. Trevor Lawrence with no Chase Young playing for Washington. Do you have Trevor Lawrence or you can go with Jameis Winston against Atlanta? Ooh. I feel like that's one of those where Trevor Lawrence probably has more floor, but J- Jameis Winston is kind of a question mark that might just 
throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns uh, or yeah, four exactly. interceptions. Exactly, and that I probably got to go Trevor Lawrence this week. Okay, we'll see. You know, as the as the season goes, that might change. But for week one, I got to go Trevor Lawrence. What okay, about you? what about you? I would take Jameis probably, but I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I am a Trevor Lawrence guy this year, so I, th- I think either one is a fine is a fine choice. Um, Kirk Cousins against Green Bay or Dak Prescott against Tampa Bay. That's a tough one too. Um, give me Dak here just by a bit. Okay. Are you yeah. gonna disagree with me or? Do- ah, that's so close. I take Dak. I take Dak also. Okay. I'm with you on that. Again, he, I like he might Cousins. run a little bit more. That's basically the only thing that's. Yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. Antonio Gibson versus the Jags. Both should be getting probably a full workload, you would think. Right, yeah. Uh, I guess Antonio Gibson by nose. What about you? I think I'd say the same thing. I, th- I think I like Gibson. I think he's going to get, they're going to really try to run the ball. Now, I do think he gets a little phased out by the yeah. second half because I think they're going to be behind. And JD McKissick does catch some that's of the, the question. Balls. Do that's they let the Gibson, because it's not like Gibson can't catch the ball. So that's mm-hmm. the question. Do they let Gibson catch the ball? If so, then he's easily the answer. But I'd take him either way. Okay. Um, David Montgomery against the 49ers or Clyde Edwards Hilaire against the Cardinals? This is a tough one. Give me Clyde here, actually. Just because, like we said, week one, they're going to feed him. I feel like we're going to be up. Hopefully, I, I took the Cardinals uh, plus five and a half. So, again, kind of talking up both sides of my mouth. But, no, you're not. No, no. But, no, I feel like we're going to get a lot of opportunities to run, and Clyde is going to have more of a chance to make it to the end I like zone. it. Also, the Bears are going to be chasing, probably. I like it. I like it so much. Um, here's the guy I brought up earlier. George Pickens against the Bengals. Alan Lazard against the Vikings, assuming he plays. I thought you were going to give me a third option, but no. no. But okay, uh, that's a tough one. Pickens and the Bengals. I, I, I said that about every one of them, but I guess that's Lazard the point, or right? Vikings. L- the I mean, the obvious choice is Lazard. I feel like because he's their guy, but he's not necessarily healthy. We don't even know for sure that he's going to play. George Pickens could come out and have a big week one. We think that's probably going to be a little bit high scoring game. I don't know. Um, I might risk it with George Pickens this weekend. I'm with you. Okay, we're we're on the same. We're all the same so far, except for one. Last two: Rashad Bateman against the Jets, Christian Kirk against the Commanders with no Chase Young. I think we're on the same page with this one because I know you like Christian Kirk. I'm gonna probably take him. Yeah, I like Christian Kirk too. I think Rashad Bateman's a fine player for the season, but yeah, for sure. And then is he the wide receiver one now? Uh, yes. Unless you count Mark yeah, he is. Um and then which is kind of sad, but yeah. I mean, Mark Andrews is their well, number yes. one. Yeah, that's why uh, I prioritized him in some drafts this year. But tight end, speaking of which, one tight end, I got to get my boy in here, Irv Smith Jr. against Green Bay. He's good to go, no injury designation now. Irv Smith Jr. against Green Bay or Pat Fryermuth against the Bengals. I'm probably drinking your Kool Aid, but I'm gonna go with Irv. My man. That's what I'm talking about. Just, we talked. We've been talking about all the receivers on Pittsburgh, and it's just not. Sh- we're not sure where Pat's going to fit into that yet. Well, uh, it might depend on uh, how Mitch likes him. I'm going to throw us both a uh, a lob here for our last last uh, fantasy football question. Okay. Um, and again, we'll do more DFS and stuff like that in the future. But for week one, we're not. Um, uh, I think we're both on the same page because you have them in two leagues, and I have them in the league that you and I are in together. Your favorite streaming defense this week is? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's crazy that they were on the waivers for everybody. I know. Uh, the Titans. Yeah, Tennessee Titans. Like we said they probably got a little bit better than last from last year. They're yeah. playing the Giants this week. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, our college football threesome, and it's not the kind of threesome that you know you're talking about from your college days, Kelly. And this is a football <laughs> that I'm talking about. College football threesome. We each give you our favorite three picks, just based on value. We're looking at those points. Who we think are the best three bets of the week? And uh, I'm guessing you probably have the overs in the Iowa game. That's a joke. Did you see that by the way? First time since 2000, somebody scored seven points in a game without a touchdown. <laughs> Two safeties and a that field goal. Yeah, Iowa against score. South Dakota State. So I'm guessing you're not taking the overs in the Iowa game. Is that a fair assumption? No, that's a good, yeah, that's a good one to mention. Okay. Um, okay, you want to you start? You want me to go first? You go first. I'll go first because, I mean, I do have uh, Iowa State's playing Iowa this week. Yep. And I kind of like the the money line for Iowa State. I mean, Iowa had a really bad week last they week. They could not Like, as you them. mentioned, they did, offense didn't get in the end zone. They scored yeah. seven without Yeah, the that's offense. That's, super, that's very weird. But, uh, no, Iowa State's coming off a pretty big win, and I think that they looked good last week, and they're going to be able to uh, to win outright. All right. I like that. I actually like that one a lot. That's not on my three, but I was in my top six. Nice. So okay. Next. An alternate. All right. Um, <clears throat> I also have Arkansas covering the eight and a half versus South Carolina. Uh this Is one it? makes me a little bit more nervous, but Arkansas looked really good last week against Cincinnati. Um, they're coming in with their quarterback coming off a really hot week. Did you see that uh, that post? I think it was Arkansas's page or something posted. Uh, you you see people where the, like Zach Wilson, where they're like he's got that dog in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you see that one where yeah. I said he got that hog? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like that. Everybody's like, what? Yeah, like what? What are you guys talking about? But yeah, their quarterback got that hog in him, and I think he's gonna, he's okay. gonna take it to South Carolina. And then my last one, um, I have ASU covering the 11. They're, they're plus 11 and a half. I have them covering. Arizona State, or are you talking about? Yeah, Arizona State covering the plus 11 and a half against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State led up uh, 44 points to Central Michigan last week. <laughs> yeah, the Chippewas, dude. Yeah, I mean, not, not a bad Was team. Antonio Brown playing for him again? <laughs> not to my knowledge, but. Yeah, uh, 44 to Central Michigan? Yeah, 44 to Central Michigan. Uh, Arizona State had a pretty good week last week. Not a good opponent either, but um, they held them to. You said plus 11, points. too? Yeah, plus 11 and a half. 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. Okay, that's your college football threesome. I'm going to keep it local here for my first one, and some people are going to think I'm crazy. Give me the Missouri Tigers plus eight and a half at Kansas State. Missouri smoked Louisiana Tech. I thought it was an impressive victory, 52 to 24. Um, K-State. 34-0, the first game of the Adrian Martinez era against South Dakota, but it was South Dakota, and not South Dakota State, so I'm not impressed. Um, give me Missouri getting the 8.5. What do you think about that? No, I like that one, yeah. The value. I, I like some, the value in the points We've got a lot there. of K-State grads in this building who might be upset we with do. you, yeah, I'm we not do. one of them. One of them that wants to date you, by the way. Um, anyway, next game here. Uh, we Hopefully your girlfriend's not listening. Uh, she knows what we're talking about. She is, though. Next one, <laughs> I think the worst team in all of Division One, the Charlotte 49ers. Uh, playing Maryland. Maryland's not great. It is a Big Ten school. Maryland minus 27 at Charlotte. Give me Maryland. Give me the Terrapins. Go Turtles. Minus 27. The 49ers can't stop anything. They're like paper towels, cheap paper towels when you put them under the faucet. That's what they are. And then Texas A&M, the number six team in the land. They just came off a 31-0 shutout over Sam Houston State. They are hosting App State, who was in that wild 61-63 to loss to North Carolina. Did you see that game? That was crazy, yeah. 63-61 App State. It's number six, Texas A&M, by 19. I think App State's getting too much credit. I think A&M blows these guys out by 28-31 to 31 points at least. Give me Texas A&M. Minus nineteen. We each put our college football threesome in. I like this. Uh, I like this thing. By the way, I think it's gonna be a fun thing to do. Yeah, we'll have to revisit this next week to see yeah. how we did. Yeah, all season long. Okay, real quick here. Let's do our sportsbook one on one. 
And then what would you say? I said, unless it was bad, then we won't revisit. Yeah, if it's bad, we'll just pretend it never happened. No, actually, we, we're accountable here on the show. So here we go. The Sportsbook 101 right now on the show. This week, I want to talk about tapering bets. I want to define tapering bets. Do you understand what that means, Killian? I mean, I know you do. Just pretend like you don't. Okay, let's tell me. Pretend uh, that I'm in fifth grade. Tell it yeah, to me. Like you I'm, don't know what tapering bets but means. But over 21 and able to bet. That's right, but over 21 and able Billy to bet. Billy Madison situation. And the state of Kansas on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use the promo code box, by the way, and sign up. Deposit 10 bucks, make a $5 bet, get that 150 bonus, and get that 50 bucks tonight by taking plus 100 a point being scored in the Thursday night game. Sportsbook 101, tapering bets. Some people have units. You've heard of this before. So a unit, if, you, if, if you're starting with a $500 bankroll, one unit to you should be anywhere from 1% to 5% of your bankroll. So it could be a 10 buck could be one unit to you. So, you know, 10 bucks is the average game you bet unless there's a thing you think is a lock and you might bet 40. The thing is, I don't I don't like that whole unit thing. I, I'm not about that. I'm about making essentially about the same bet. Know your bankroll that you have for the entire season or for that month. Be smart. Play within your means. That's, that's something we always preach here. Bankroll management is such a big part of winning with sports betting. Huge part. Even more important in a lot of ways than the bets themselves but no bet about the same make good solid bets do your research we'd like to think you listen to us too but you know do your research do your comfortable betting it's up to you listen to what we think but then go with what you think ultimately put that bet in make about the same bet so if you make 50 buck bets per game or 30 buck bets per game keep that pretty much consistently unless there's a game you happen to really like if there's a game you love and you've been petting 30 bucks a game, maybe you jump that up to 50 or 60. You go a little bit higher. This is tapering. Or if you're in a losing streak, if you've put in 30 buck bets and you've lost four or five in a row, next bet put 40. Next bet put 50. Because generally, if you're betting, not parlays I'm talking about, but just straights, if you're betting straights, if you do that, you should be able to get your bankroll built back up. Tapering is an art that you have to learn. That's one of the biggest ways I've been a profitable sports wagerer the last four years. Is that a word? Wagerer? The last four years after getting my ass kicked the first you know eight to 10 years I did it is I've learned how to do this correctly with wagering bankroll management it's such a huge part you'll always talk about this all the time on the show the bankroll management so tapering is a big deal when it comes to sports wagering you can look at it as, as units however you want to look at it but bet about the same on most bets go on most bets if there's something you love go bigger if there's something you don't like as much go smaller you can go smaller too but if there's something and if you've been losing a lot you know, and I'm not talking about chasing I'm not saying you lost five in a day and you're going to bet in the Hawaii game just to bet I'm saying don't panic bet. Bet good bets. You have you have tomorrow. Now that's legal in Kansas. Sure, that's the best part about it being legal in Kansas. Now you know you don't have to be in Vegas where you've only got four days to make your money and you have to panic bet to get your money back. You got all the time in the world here. So bet smart. Have fun. Relax. Uh, don't chase. Wait till the next day or the day after that. But what I'm saying is don't don't be afraid to taper. Go bigger in the games you love. Don't be afraid to add a little bit more as you start losing just to get that money back and get your bankroll back on even footing. Does that make sense? I mean, do, does this Makes sense to you? Do you like the advice? How do you do it? No, I agree. I mean, it's it's a very good uh, distinction you made there about uh, parlays. Like you don't want to go chasing and betting more and more. As yeah, we're not talking parlays, parlays and stuff. But we're no, talking when straight. We're talking straight bets. The odds of you losing that many a row are just atrocious, unless you're Davo betting on the uh, the, the coin, coin toss. toss. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Dave- eight years in a row. Jeez, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's time to taper those down, yeah. down to zero. Yeah, um, or call that phone number we give in the commercial. Geez, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, it makes sense. I mean, the odds of you losing that many in a row or winning, to be fair, so taper you can taper the other direction, um, are very low. So it, yeah, you're gonna get your money back a little quicker that way. Let's make you some money on FanDuel with Dave O's lock of the week. 
30 wins, 16 losses on the lock of the week, 65% and rising. It's week one of the NFL. There is a gift from Las Vegas, and the gift is in the form of a trip to the dirty south. I'm talking some dirty rice and Coca-Cola, baby. We're going to Atlanta, but we're not going there to put money on the Falcons. No, the Saints are coming into town. Minus five and a half, my dark horse Super Bowl contender in the NFC. Saints only a five and a half point favorite. Jameis Winston going to be airing it out. Big week for Jarvis Landry and Alvin Kamara. Uh, the, the Falcons don't know what they're doing in this game. Marcus Mariota, good luck throwing to Kyle Pitts against the top five defense in the NFL. Take your PPR points, your dump offs. We don't care because we're taking the Saints minus five and a half. Chug that Coca-Cola with some whiskey because the Saints cover LFG. Let's go. I like it. I like it. I'm going to put some money on that one. <laughs> Get some Coca-Cola, dude. I'm a Pepsi guy, by the way, more than Coca-Cola. But Coca-Cola, of course, from Atlanta. I've been to the Coca-Cola factory there. Not trying to brag or anything right now, but yeah, I like the Saints a lot there. Well, VIP Davo is allowed in the Coke factory. Yes, 30 and 16. Different kind of Coke being dealt in some of these parking lots where I make the bets, by the way, in Kansas. But we're talking about Coke Classic. 30 and 16 on the lock of the week. Hopefully, we'll be up to 66% currently at 65. Well, that's a wrap on this week's show, Killian. I thought it went really well. The week one of the NFL edition of the KC Press Box. We'll be back with week two next week. What are you most excited about for week one here? I mean, yeah, the Chiefs game. I'm just excited to see the Chiefs. Excited to bet for the first time not having to drive to Iowa. Oh, God. Isn't that going to be great? Oh, How many trips great. to Kansas are you going to be making this weekend between Thursday night football, college football on Saturday, NFL? Are we talking at least three or four? Well, I'm living the dream. I'll be in uh, Kansas all Saturday for a wedding. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh man. You texted about... me from Lee Summit, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Killian, <laughs> log in. Oh, do this for me. No, we can't do that. We're, we're we're all about legal sports betting here. We'll drive. We'll we go that extra mile, literally, pun intended, over here from Westport to the Kansas side. Well, thanks so much for having us on. We'll be back again next week. Remember to use that promo code Box on FanDuel Sportsbook B O X when you sign up. Make a ten dollar uh, deposit. Make a five dollar bet. Then, bam, 150 buck free bet will be credited there right in your account in the FanDuel Sportsbook with the promo code BOX. Make sure you get on it tonight as well on the plus 100, a point being scored at the 50 bucks you can put on that in tonight's game with the Rams and the Bills. And, of course, finally, that Super Bowl bet we talked about. Take somebody in the future for fi- up to 50 bucks. Um, and then if, you know, if they – for a 50 buck bet, every time they win a game, you'll get five bucks back with the FanDuel Sportsbook up to 50. So if your Super Bowl future team wins 10 games, the bet's free in that scenario. You make, you know, 10 times five is 50. And you still have the chance that they win the Super Bowl to make a whole bunch more money with the FanDuel Sportsbook. Ken, we out? We are out. Talk to you next week. Powered by FanDuel, it's the KC Press Box with Davo and Killian White.